and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we want to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon, and a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Iggy, Wolf. Blardimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Center for Reproductive Rights, Das Gris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, The Brigade Alliance, Eric R. Oh, just gonna sneak right past you there. Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Dickie Lopez, Ricky Lopez, Ricky Rope Bridge, Alex K. More Dine, Doma El Laca, Dr. Grittis, Forevermore, Frank L., Just Mike Works, Ross D., Darren W., Marab Syndrome, Fig Tears, Zach S., Jamie H., Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W., Corey, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, and Firedown. And a shout out to new patron at the opening act level, Josh C. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of session 126. We're still fighting our way through Dizalin's tower. We go into a room with a huge bone monster. He's simultaneously very cool and very annoying. The Wiz goes down, but is quickly brought back by Nidek. Eventually, the monster is defeated. We heal up again. We go up another level, and this time we find a Marolith with two Grave Knights. The wizard makes the Marolith confused, and we watch it kill its friends. When it's finally not confused, it proves to be a formidable enemy, but we eventually take it down. We pick up as we prepare to head to the next level, where we suspect we'll finally meet the mummy himself, Dizalin. It wouldn't take long for the wizard's spell slime to pay attention. In the central platform, on display, is a Raka sword. The Raka sword is black, pitch black. And when you see it, it takes a moment to recognize it looks like blood is dripping from it. Raka swords are badass. They're really good. That's what I would want if I were making a fighter build. I will make a check on the sword. Go ahead and give me an arcana check. Do you take it off the wall to inspect it, or are you just checking it out while you're right next to it? While I'm next to it, I get a 42. You are not entirely certain what this thing is. Hmm. The blade, as you watch it, you can see that the blood that is dripping off of it is a constant... Like, it doesn't stop. I mean, it's not like, you know, leaking blood, but you get melancholic drips of blood, and there's, like... Could we sustain the life of a vampire via this sword? (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting question that we don't have to get into, uh, unless you want to start looking at becoming a vampire, Jebediah. Jeb Jebrica, Jeb Dracula, Jeb Drakburn? Drakburn. Draculia. Draculia Hickburn. <laughs> I come in peace. Jebicula? Jebicula? Jebicula. I like that. Jebicula. Wizard, you can determine that there are a couple runes that you recognize. It's certainly a plus three weapon. It absolutely has greater striking. You also sense a very unholy aura about it and you believe there's a good chance it has the unholy property room dripping blood imagine that right noise and you sense a particular magic off the serrations that indicate that it's a wounding it has the wounding property so at its base this thing is a plus three greater striking unholy wounding raka sword fuck me but there's still something about it I don't know there's 
so much more about it that you just can't put your finger on. I'll toss it in the bag for now. As you're watching it, as you're looking at it and inspecting it... If this thing fucking talks to me... It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> the, da- the dagger the out loud, talk. Uh, speaks up. I've, I, I, this is strange. This is uh, not something that I necessarily recognize, but it would seem as though this thing can paralyze its targets. But there's something else about it that I don't quite understand either. I'm sorry. I was talking out loud there, wizard. I know you want me to be quiet most of the time. I'll shut up now. No, that's okay. That's good information. You, you can talk if you're going to be helpful. <laughs> oh. You're going to drain that one, too? Oh, no. There's no sentience there. Besides, I'm already prepared as a vessel. Wait, where did he say that? That was a strange thing for you to say. It was. Sorry. I'll shut up now. I'll put the, the sword away into a bag of holding. Okay. Now I have to put this in your inventory so that we can bring it up again randomly at a later date going, oh yeah, this thing. And you can leave it unidentified. I look through my inventory every time I log in. I gotta make sure you're not stealing shit from me. And also <laughs> remind myself what the fuck I have in my inventory. There's a lot of shit in there. The DM with fucking pickpocket. <laughs> Yoink. Did these guys also, or the, I can't remember what the fuck they're called. They have armor. The the, the grave knights, the dread guards, the resilience, grave knights, great elven chain that turns them into grave somethings. Grave knights. We need all of this loot to just transfer over to our bloodlord. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. Let me just go ahead and drop sixteenth level loot on you. I leave it in the mailbox <laughs> for when we reach the high enough level. These are these are not bind on account items, David. <laughs> Yeah, essentially everything that the uh, the Grave Knights downstairs at the first floor were carrying, these ones also have. Which means you now have six plus two greater resilient elven, standard great elven chains, etc., etc. That turned people into Grave uh, so Knights. That's the important thing. We can <laughs> yes. make six Grave Knights with this. <laughs> that is still a thing, correct. Fr- free labor. <laughs> What's the name of the little rat folk that's annoying but cute? Oh, Fidget? Fidget. 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 The Grave Knight. (laughs) Her bones rattle as she hops back and forth excitedly. (laughs) Can we turn Wurples into a Grave Knight? Wurples the Grave Knight. I don't know if worms have bones, dude. We can find out. (laughs) Wurples, put this on. (laughs) Just turns into a puddle. (laughs) <laughs> you all are able to identify uh, the Grave Knight items easily. You know you don't exactly understand what the Rockasword is, but you know there's something more to it, and it's already quite a bit on its own. You are able to get the time to uh, treat wounds and heal up, and when you're ready to proceed, let me know. I'm ready, but I do want to take my potions before we, you know, break into the room. It'd be a good idea to discuss how you want to prepare for the next floor. Yeah, I, I have my Mistform Elixir and my Cat's Eye Elixir ready to go. Might as well use them. I snort some evil mirror cocaine. Do I get any buffs from that? <laughs> Am I, like, hasted permanently for, or like, for like a minute? Good God. You can only use the extra action to smoke your pipe. Damn it. <laughs> Actually, I, I would accept that. <laughs> I'm sure That's you fun. would. <laughs> That's fun. I cast my last shocking grasp into my weapon. Ooh. I'll take the potion of quickness too, but only like right before we bust in. It'll only last a minute. 
right before we go in, I'll also activate my bracelet of dashing. Wizard, you don't have anything to buff. I'm, I'm going uh, to cast fly on myself. You are going to cast fly? Okay. Yeah, it's a five minute duration, so I'm okay with that. Nidek, I haven't heard anything from you. Uh, yeah, right before we go in, Nidek casts Death Ward on Jeb. It means I can't die ever. Uh huh. Yeah, not so much. Not quite, but. But it makes it a lot harder to kill you. I cast Can't Die Forever. It's an 11th level spell. I cast uh, True Seeing from my wand on myself. Oh, I could cast. We could. I could cast my fucking. Uh, fuck it. I'll do that too. I cast my goddamn uh, resonant of life before we go in. Right off the bat. Before huh? we go in. Fuck it. Yeah. Right as we go in. Doesn't it last, last a minute? Last a minute. How much does that even heal now? It's fast healing three for one minute. Increases by one for every two levels beyond fifth. Yeah. So. That'd be nine. It's fast healing nine right now. Nearly worthless. I mean, it's. I think it's more so going unconscious than coming right back up. Yeah, it's more so going unconconscious and bringing it back up. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we do all those things. Peach Pie, you can hear from the bottom of the steps just as you're about to go up. You can hear crackling electricity coming from above. I hear noises that sound as though they would belong with what I saw in DeZolan's lab. I assume this is going to be the final fight with him. Perhaps I will buff up. Are you actually intelligent or wise enough to know that? Peach Pie has a fucking 18 intelligence, sir. I was going to say, you do have int because you're alchemy shit. Yeah. Alchemy. Yeah. Discounting the fact that the wizard's a fucking genius. Yeah, so 18's, 18's nothing to me. 18 is nothing. child. <laughs> I bet you're fun at parties, Wiz. I bet you only speak common. <laughs> <laughs> Which with an 18 intelligence is totally not the way that should work. No. Yeah. Well, friends, uh, if this is the end, it's been nice knowing you. You seem a decent sort, Nidek. Hey, you too, you gross thing. He's gross sometimes, but he's been quite helpful and nice. I guess you're right. Then as you make your way up the stairs to the floor, you hear in the background this crackling energy echoing from above. When you reach the top of the steps, this level of the tower is much larger than the ones beneath it. And the many mirrors on the walls make it look even larger. Old tomes, strange potions, and fantastical devices of many types and sizes sit on tables in this room, along with herbs and alchemical ingredients that emit a bewildering array of scents. Near the north wall, behind the laboratory equipment, sits a large hexagonal pedestal attached to the floor. The pedestal is covered with strange symbols that glow intensely with pulsating energy. Floating ten feet above the pedestal, an Aeon Orb hangs, suspended in the air, rotating slowly on its own axis. The undead drow that appeared on the floors below stands within the sphere of electricity around the Aeon Orb. He speaks in a cold voice. Such stubbornness and arrogance. Since you're here, you can tell me more about the orb's secrets. But I don't need you alive for that. So die. Roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, I want to. Rawr! 
Are there any other enemies in the room? There's no other creatures in the room except for you see on one of the lab tables, standing right next to one of the books on a desk, is a skeletal bird of some kind. It's his soul cage. Kill it. I don't think he's a lich, is he? He's just a mummy. I guess he could be a mummy lich. Can you be a mummy lich? Not according to the rules, but who knows? I think he lost a pinky toe. Wait, really? That's that's disappointing. Sad. He very much reminds me of the ancient Lord Vampire from the first season. Well, also the third season of What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> the fucking the kill? <laughs> yeah, the one the kill. <laughs> so he does certainly look very mummy-like. However, what you would expect on like his head to have a, a mummy head wrap, he doesn't. He has it completely unwrapped. And what you would expect to be completely dry pale skin actually looks like it's starting to regrow. This bitch trying to unmummify himself or something? <laughs> Unmum. Unmum. Unexpected side effects of his time next to the orb. Oh, I suppose. Ah. So all of the all of the preservation that he did on his own body to become a mummy is now reversing. God damn it! He still goes first. <laughs> I was gonna say you crit. You can't. Can you, is there the rule? You crit succeed your initiative roll. You're automatically at the top. Are you kidding me? I think I saw it in rule book too. Damn it! It rolled a twenty. I rolled a twenty, bitch. I know. It has a thirty-two. At the top of round one, Dzalan Strain starts it off, and after he says "so die," he begins to cast a spell. Recognize spell. You do not automatically recognize this spell. So it's not arcane? Has to be on your spell list, right? Yeah, it'd have to be an arcane spell. It'd have to be an arcane spell. What's the level limit? Ten. If it's arcane, I know it. I'm a legendary. Oh, you just know it. I'm legend. I know it if it's arcane. Dazalan casts Time Stop. Motherfucker. It's a three-action spell. He temporarily stops time, so the electricity that's cascading in that orb circle around the Aeon Orb slows to a still and stops. You find yourselves not being able to move in any way, shape, or form. He reaches out to the orb and touches it, and when he touches the orb, this electricity goes down his arm, leaping from his fingertips to his wrists, over to his elbows, up all the way to his shoulders, and he becomes enveloped in this electricity, and he moves his hands out, pointing towards the middle of the room, and when he does, two balls of lightning shoot out from it, and resolve into two huge lightning elementals. Fucking not expecting that. Okay. Lightning elementals? He then casts another spell. I'm conf- So what's time stop? He just keeps getting going? Time stop, you basically get th- is it two or three rounds to do whatever you want. You can use up to nine actions in, yeah, nine actions you in three nine sets actions of three. in three chunks, yep. But you can't do anything that affects like, other people. Oh my. So like, he can't cast damaging spells on us. Yeah, it's not like like, like Time Stop in 3.5 where you could, or in 1st edition where you could no. just, you could just straight drop murder three people. fucking fireballs that all trigger at once. Now if you had delayed blast fireballs that yeah, delayed blast went fireballs, off yeah. after 
Which is almost entirely the reason that that spell exists. Yeah, it's basically, Time Stop was always basically the wizard wins button. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. For his second set of actions, he casts another spell. So, with the way that works, I mean, if you can't affect other things, can he bring in the elementals like that? I'm sure that's exactly what it says he does. It's just straight up written yeah. in the book. Yeah, it, like, that's what he does. <laughs> it tells me what his first three sets of three actions are. Oh, I suppose. Yes, yeah. of course it does. Doesn't mean I can't argue against them. Not <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> Who wrote this book? You're fucking wrong. Paizo, you're wrong. <laughs> what, what editor let this pass? <laughs> A bright blue light surrounds his head, and his eyes glow with a pale luminescence. For his third set of actions, he steps forward and casts another spell, and he stands in front of the Aeon Orb, and he laughs menacingly. He No, he chuckles. He chuckles dryly, because of the mummy. <laughs> it's time. And then, time starts back up. Peach Pie, there are two huge fuck-off cloud giants in front of you. Peach Pie, I want to cast Sunburst. Oh, shit. Are you saying it's my turn, Tyler? Peach Pie, it's your turn. I don't understand what just happened. Well, Peach Pie doesn't understand what just happened. Jeb said he wants to do... Well, I suppose you could move up. It's, I, sunburst. I, can I even do Sunburst? What is it, 50 foot? 60 foot. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I gotta get in there and do things. I gotta get on him to be able to stop him from casting other spells if I can. Well, yeah, if you just del- if you just delay to the point where my turn, right? The elementals will go first. Oh, okay, yeah. They're gonna come up and smash us. Yeah. Not that they're not already. I mean, gonna yeah, smash if you us. go up there, they're gonna smash you. So, action one, rage. Uh, I spend my hasted action to make a single stride, and then I'll spend my final, my second and third actions. To move up to Dizalin, do I get attacked for opportunity when I move past these elementals? They haven't gone yet. They don't have reactions yet, do they? I get up to Dizalin, and I make an attack. And I say, what was the name of the um, banshee that jumped into my mall? Caesar. This one's for Caesar. And I don't mean the emperor. And I get a 44 to hit him. Your hammer swings down mightily against Dizalin. And passes right through. Passes through him, huh? Passes entirely through him. Okay. Didn't his weapon give him ghost touch, or is that a... Yeah, she did give me ghost touch, but whatever. Might be illusory. Must be something else going on. I didn't need to make a check for it, like a will save or anything? No, no no checks, no will saves. Uh, Well... Even now that he's interacted with it? Also, Nidek does have true seeing right now. Uh, so, so anything within anything. 60 feet, I get a secret counteract check yeah. against any illusion or transmutation in the area. Beach my you absolutely are certain that your mallet is going to connect right on Dazalan's chest. But as it gets close, Dazalan's speed seems almost unnatural as he moves to the side and dodges your mallet. That shouldn't have been able to happen, but he does. He ducks out of the way. And I don't get any kind of a check to overcome it or anything? He made the check. All right, I'm done. But if it is an illusion within 60 feet of me, I get a chance to counteract for myself. That's just automatic. Given your height and where you're actually at, you're going to need to move into the room. Okay. After Peach Pie, Wizard, it's your turn. 
trying to decide how I want to do this. So, like, the winds around me and stuff. Because I am flying right now. You said it is going to be difficult terrain for me. That's so what you I'm can tell that for. if you were to lift up off the ground that you would have a hard time flying in these winds. But I can walk around just fine. It's not difficult terrain on the ground. It's not difficult terrain on the ground, yeah. Okay. The, you know, buffeting winds don't make effect when, make an effect when you're on the ground, even though they are making papers fly all over the room. Did I see Peach Pie just miss this guy? It looked like Peach Pie should have hit him. Well, he did dodge out of the way, but yes. I mean, did I see him dodge, or did I see it go through him? No, you saw it dodge. I saw it dodge. It'd be best to forget the going through him part. You're saying my 44 wouldn't have hit? I'm not saying your 44 wouldn't have hit, but I used it to inform how to describe it. But to come back on the, it did not completely pass through Dazalan's form. To me, it looked like he dodged it. Correct. Okay. I mean, I think you as players know it's pretty obvious there's an illusion going on here. As players, yes, but as characters, no. Correct. My first action is going to be to recall knowledge on the elementals. I want to know more about okay. them. Single action. Give me your arcana check. Okay, I have a rules question about hypercognition. Hypercognition allows me to... It's one action. It allows me to instantly use up to six recall knowledge actions as part of casting this spell. For these actions, you can't use special abilities, reactions, or free actions that trigger when you recall knowledge. I think the only thing that really means is that you can't take twice as long with it. Okay, I wanted to confirm I can't take twice as long with it. Uh, Other thing I'm wondering about would be unified theory. Does unified theory work with it where I can still do arcana checks for every type of check I do? I'm going to say it doesn't work because the spell hypercognition is too vague with special abilities. There is nothing that's labeled as a special ability in the rules. So I think the intention there is, you know, things that give you anything, right? A feat, an ancestry feat, class feat, skill feat, all of it. I'm just going to say no. You'll have to use whatever I call for based on what you're trying to recall knowledge on and not modify it with unified theory. That's understandable. So Arcana for both these guys, okay or no? So if you're using your first recall knowledge check to do the the storm uh, giants in the middle, I keep saying storm giants. They're not actual storm giants. The giant clouds, they are an Arcana check. I get a 45. So that is a critical success. These are unique variations of an air elemental called an Uthul. And they've got six HP. Too big a good time to have banishment. What would you like to know? You get three pieces of information. Is there a way to immediately just get rid of them? Are they like summons or or something? Is there a way to remove them from combat? I'll give you its traits to help out then. So your first piece of information is its traits. It has the air trait, the elemental trait. They also have the conjuration and summoning traits. So they're summons. They have been summoned, but they are not minions. Wiz knows about summons. Is there an easy button to get rid of them? Like Easy button? Banishment, like, probably. Banishment? Banishment. Does dispel magic work on them? Can I dispel them and get rid of them? No. Okay. Well, I don't think so. They aren't a spell. They aren't a spell themselves. You're a creature that got summoned. All right. Second thing, um, weaknesses. Oh, I 
none. Mercy. It does not have any weaknesses. Okay. Lowest saves. Lowest save is the will save. Makes sense. Okay, and then uh, for the mummy, can I do an arcana check on that as well, or what, what kind of check do you want? You cannot. You need religion for that one. Religion. Oh, wow. I let my religion go to shit. <laughs> Ew. 35. I'm that's a critical failure. That is a critical failure. You die. Can you make a check on the spell or whatever's happening that makes it so I can't hit him? I don't know what's an illusion, though. He hasn't interacted with it yet. I just saw you miss. Recall knowledge on the stone to see what kind of like state it's in or if, just to examine it if possible. Give me an arcana check for that one. No, primal. Sorry, nature. Nature. That 20. Fuck. 43. <laughs> uh, that's a regular success. I rolled a nat 20. So it would have been a failure? It would have been a failure. 43 was a fail? Yeah, 43 is a failure. Because you rolled a 20, it's a success. Okay. The orb is currently emitting an electric aura that you can see is actually affecting Peach Pie right now. In a good way? No. (laughs) Could you, like, dispel the orb to kind of suppress it for a little while, maybe? You could expend a dispel magic to just uh, just, uh, suppress it. Yeah. It's got to be such a high level, though. It would depend on what level you cast Dispel Magic at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else I see in the room that you think I might want to recall knowledge on? I got three left. Wizard, if you want to give me a crafting check, you can. What on? All of the esoteric research equipment that's in this room. Uh, 30. It's hard to tell through the storming creatures, but there are certainly a lot of expensive and elaborate-looking research equipment spread throughout this room. Anything stick out? Almost everything in this room must be worth a lot of money. You just can't tell with the one glance that you have. Gotcha. Call are good there, then. then second and third actions. Make a, make a recall knowledge on uh, Jeb and... <laughs> Yeah, tell me about myself. Might as well. No, um, tell me something I don't know. Second and third actions, I am going to cast fourth level invisibility on myself. I doubt it's going to be really help, but I might as well do it. The wizard goes invisible. Huge elemental time. They're variant Uthuls. These guys are called Thunderstorm Defenders. So Thunderstorm Defender number one glides across the floor traveling right over all of the items, the desks, the esoteric devices, and research equipment and papers. For its second action, it's going to use something called Lightning Crash, and it unleashes a powerful bolt of lightning, followed by a stunning thunderclap. It's going to start here and shoot across Jebediah and Nidek down the stairwell. I'm going to need a reflex save from the both of you. So, because this action has the incapacitation trait, you both succeeded on your checks with, what was, uh, what'd you roll? 37s. With the 37, you are able to succeed, and the incapacitation trait takes your success and moves it up to a critical success. So, neither of you actually take damage from the lightning as it goes through your squares. However, the thunderclap that happened after the lightning, you need to make a fortitude save on. I rolled a 42 and succeeded. Are you going to let me know what the effect is or no? <laughs> yeah, it's going to stun you, bro. And that's a whole turn that I'm out? You're stunned for a round. On a failure? On a regular failure. Shit. I hate to know what an actual critical failure is. Stunned for 1d4 rounds. 
Fuck. So, Jeb, you would be stunned for one round unless you want to use your one hero point for the night. I'll use it and fail and succeed. On a success, you are stunned one. Which is what? Which means you have no reactions and then you lose your first action. Correct. The thunderclap that occurred after the lightning bolt gives Jeb the stunned one condition because his failure turned into a success and that success imparts stunned one. Nidex succeeded with a 42 and critically succeeded because of the incapacitation trait. So there is no effect on Nidex in any way on this. For its third action, a big claw-like hand made of clouds and lightning swipes at Jebediah. Jeb does a 39 hit you. Yeah, the money. Jeb, you're going to take 26 points of slashing damage. Okay. Which takes us over to Thunderstorm Defender number two. Uses its first two actions to do something called Whirlwind Form. It actually transforms itself into a swirling vortex of storm and fury, 10 feet wide and up to 40 feet tall. It then uses its third action to fly up to and envelop Peach Pie. Peach Pie, give me a reflex save. You get a fortitude save, right? Reflex save. I get a 39. A 39 is a success. It does not pick you up, but it does enter into your space. Okay. Take 37 points of damage, electricity and bludgeoning damage, as lightning cascades through and around your body, and debris hits you. Okay. And that's its turn. I don't, I don't take like half of it. No, the reflex save is just to resist being picked up. Okay. You just take the damage being in its square. Sort of like a swarm. Okay. That takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. You ruined everything. You lose your first action because you're stunned. I know, that's why you ruined everything. Oh, okay. I walk up here. Does it do anything? It does not make an attack of opportunity on you, no. I swing at it. My electricity weapon. And miss. And I'll be done. 32 does miss. Game's fun. All right, Nidek, it's your turn. I I use all three actions to cast a ninth level animate dead. (laughs) Oh, love it. Bringing back my trusty Vaniver. Bringing the Vaniver back? Yep. (laughs) All right. And I believe he gets to act immediately. I believe he does, yes. Well, get him away from me. What the fuck? So you basically drop him right within reach of the thunderstorm de- defender that's up on you in the stairwell. Yes. He's actually within reach of Dizalm also. Oh, nice. He would be. So, yeah, he'll use a wing attack, which is a plus 27. Uh, 41 to hit the thunderstorm defender. That hits. Uh, does cold make any difference? Cold does not make a difference, no. So it'll be 26 bludgeoning damage and 8 cold damage. Nidex summons his trusty Vanavir from the Makrati fight in the gladiatorial ring, and it swipes at the Thunderstorm Defender, dealing some damage. 38 to hit? A 38. With the second attack? Does hit on the second attack. Uh, 19 bludgeoning damage and 4 cold on the second swipe from the wing. And it takes all of that damage. After Nidex summons his horror and attacks, that takes us up to the top of round two. Now, he didn't do this before, but there is an aura here from Dizalin. Peach Pie, you need to give me a will save. Will, huh? Get out of here. Nat 20. 
Peach Pie. You gotta save those for combat. <laughs> yeah. You are not paralyzed by his aura of utter despair. You are, however, even with a critical success, frightened too. And you will be as long as you remain in the aura. What? Yep. That's dumb. I agree. Let's quit. <laughs> Living creatures are frightened too while in Dazalan's utter despair aura. They can't naturally recover from this fear while Peach in the Pie area. is always in an aura of utter despair. But lose the condition immediately upon leaving the area. When a creature... That would affect his elementals also then, wouldn't it? I guess the one... There's only one in, within 30 feet right now. But. It wouldn't affect the Vanavir. And it would not affect... That is not living. <laughs> it would not affect Jebediah. Jebediah is not close enough. Uh, so Peach Pie is frightened too. I disbelieve it. I disbelieve the frightened. It worked. With its first action, Dazalan, who has a wand in hand, casts Magic Missile at Peach Pie. I would like to make a perception check. You do not. I make a roll. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, he's making deception checks against your perception DC. Oh, my perception DC ain't that great. What's your plus? Well, my total is uh, 28. 28? He can technically fail. So he pulls out that wand, and he shoots it at you, Peach Pie, and you get some magic missiles to the chest. So, Peach Pie, you get dealt 14 points of damage. Okay. With its second action, it sustains a spell, and with a third action, he moves away from Peach Pie. I guess I'll take an attack of opportunity at him. Yep, moves away and around the Aeon Orb to the northeast. And yes, you can go ahead and give me an attack of opportunity. I get a 36. The 36 you're going to miss. Interacted with him, though. Okay, I'll make another roll. more rolls I get you to make, the more likely I have to succeed one. You're absolutely correct. No, he succeeds on that check. Then that's going to take us over to Peach Pie. Now, Peach Pie, here's another thing that I didn't get last round, and you saved yourself some damage here. You actually, because you are starting your round in the aura of the Aeon Orb, you have persistent electricity damage on you now. Okay. But I take that at the end of my turn. Correct. Correct. Okay, with my first action... Sorry, technically you need to give me a fortitude save. Me? Uh, yes. Oh, because of the very Veravan? Yeah, the, the Vanover. 41. Critically succeed, you're fine. Okay, am I able to see where this aura is? Is it apparent? Obvious? Uh, the electric aura? Aura? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, it's obvious. Yep. Okay, where is it? Where does it end? Oh, you can kind of see it on the map, even. I take a five-foot step with my quickened action, and then with my first real action, I will swing at him. Because you're moving through his war whirlwind, he doesn't stop you, but you do take the damage again. Okay. Get a 46. A 46 hits. I'm dealing 52 damage. All right, he takes all of it. Except for the electricity damage. Wait, what? Yeah, I have electricity damage, obviously. Of course you do. Action two, I swing at it again. Not one. Action that was totally a cock die. It was. Action three, I swing at it again. And stun. Yuck. Then after Peach Pie, that takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. I need a fortitude save. Oh, shit. Uh, Peach Pie, you take 12 points of electricity damage from the residual electricity em- energy from the Aeon Orb. I heal nine. Oh, you forgot your fast healing. <laughs> I didn't forget. I remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get a 38 for that fortitude save, Swanee. That is a regular success, so you'll take half. 
He'll take seven negative damage. Oh, why? Th- thanks, Sonny. The wizard will fly 20 feet to the northwest. Difficult terrain flying, right? Difficult terrain flying, yep, because you're within the aura of the Thunderstorm Defender. Yeah, that's fine. Then 20 feet is correct. And then I will drain bonded, well, drain bonded item level 8 and recall an 8th level fireball and drop it on Dizalin and the Thunderstorm Defender to the north. Okay. So reflex saves here. All right, so it looks like Dazalin and the Thunderstorm Defender fail. As the fireball goes off, it burns through the Thunderstorm Defender, and it creates like this fire tornado for a moment as it travels up and through the Defender, and it takes all of that 59 damage. Dazalin, who you see the wraps around his, like, all the mummy wraps that he has, the fireball that goes off, starts burning the wraps, and he goes, Ah! You fool! I will kill you now! No, that was terrible. (laughs) I kill you! I I don't know why I did that. That was fucking terrible. Um... That was bad. He he shrieks in pain as the fire does him deals him extra damage. That's uh, my turn. Then after the wizard, that takes us over to Thunderstorm Defender number one. Uh, need a fortitude save. This is the one that's in the stairwell, and they'll start off with that fortitude save. Get a forty-two on a fortitude save. Critically succeeds. It's fine. Okay, so it moves across the tables right in front of and pass Jebediah through your threatened square. However, it has an ability called Swiftness. It does not trigger attacks of opportunity with movement. And it moves up right next to where Peach Pie is and where Nidex Vanavir is, flying past the invisible wizard and Jebediah to get up in this undead creature's face. We'll begin making claw attacks on the Vanavir. First is a natural 20, critical hit. Um, might hit. 45 points of critical damage. And then it's going to make a third action to make an additional claw attack on the Vanavir. But this time rolling a natural one. We'll miss. Uh, that's gonna miss. Alright, that takes us over to Thunderstorm Defender number two, who is going to fly into Peach Pie, dealing him that damage. Uh, I need a fortitude save from him first. Oh, sure. Uh, 37. Uh, that's just a regular success, so he takes... Seven negative damage. Seven, okay. Takes all that. Each by take some damage from it passing through your squares here. 21 total. And then you need to give me a reflex save. 41. 41 is a success. It also does not pick you up once more. Peach by is going to make a claw attack on you. 49 to hit. That'll hit. It's a crit, I guess. I'm going to roll a d20 to see if it can actually crit me. All right. It rolls a 17 to overcome your concealment. And I do not get my fortitude. Okay. Or fortification, I mean. That critical claw attack will do you 62 points of damage. All right. And then it will try again. Get a 44 to hit. It'll hit. 12 to overcome the uh, concealment, which makes it. Then 27 points of damage. That's its turn. That takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Uh, move up kind of towards them a little bit. And, uh, I think you have to give a fortitude save for the aura. Okay. Yeah, you do. How's a 33 do? That's a success. So you'll take three negative damage, Woo! which you don't take any of because you've got uh, Death Ward on you. I'm digging it. All right. 
I am going to cast something. Powerful inhalation. Sorry, powerful what? Inhalation. I rapidly draw the air from my surroundings. <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> I am Kirbying them right now. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You're, you're gonna you're gonna inhale the air yes. Okay, there's a bunch of things. So What's this is Pelicans. Don't look it up yet. Let me do all the fun. Oh, you can look God. it up when I'm done. Okay. Uh, this is one of my focus spells from advanced order spell, and since I'm the storm one, I get powerful inhalation, which is a focus level three with the heightened one. I suck up all the air in a 10-foot emanation. The creatures fail. They can't speak above a raspy whisper for one round. A creature that critically fails can't speak or use abilities that require to breathe for one round. This prevents it from using anything that requires to speak, such as casting spells with verbal components. But I doubt these guys cast spells. They probably just are spells. But the caveat, creatures made of air, such as air elementals, attempting a save against this spell save at a degree less. They both critically fail. They will take 34d6 damage. What? <laughs> Holy shit. So they shit. both failed their saves, and that makes them critically fail because they're, they're, they're made of air. air. You are, cr- you are literally Kirby-ing them. You are literally Kirby-ing them. <laughs> God. You moved them back together, and I got so fucking happy. <laughs> yeah, this is just a fucking 10-foot emanation. Yeah, that doesn't even include me or the undead. My God. I don't have this written in, so I'm literally clicking 36 dice here quick. <laughs> That's fine. I'll figure it out. Did you say 34 or 36? Uh, it should be 34. Uh, 34, yeah. 17 times 2. Yeah, 34. That's disgusting. Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. I'll deal each of them 126 Kirby damage. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't even all that great of rolls. There's a lot more ones in there than sixes. Yeah. So that that is the critical. It's still effect, over average, right? That's yeah. that's you rolling double dice. Th- that's double dice. Yeah. yeah one okay. one nineteen would have been average. So it's above average, just barely. But ah, when you're rolling enough. that much many damage, you're gonna you're more likely to get closer to average. So. Jesus Christ! Christ true. And like I said, I six. Don't know if it's relevant, but they can't speak or use abilities that require breath. It isn't, but that's still fucking awesome. That is fantastic. Uh, this is definitely the first time we've seen Jeb do, th- Jeb do this. Holy crap. So Jeb just Kirby's up. Uh, Spencer, take a hero point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kirby! <laughs> you Kirby the son of a bitch into a hero point. <laughs> Jebediah, I didn't know you breathed monsters. I eat monsters. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Damn. That dealt just a fuck ton of damage to these two. Is the one dead? The other one. The one should be dead. Or damn close to it. Number two, which is the one that's enveloping Peach Pie, is not looking great. That whirlwind that goes all the way up to the ceiling is starting to get sparse, and you can even see through it a bit now. All right, well, then after Jeb does the Kirby, that takes us over to Nidek. It's your turn. I guess. We'll see if I can fail my own fortitude save. No, I don't. Okay, I'm fine. You don't take negative damage anyway. No, but on a failure, there are some things that happen. Yeah. Uh, so one action to move. Uh, second action, I will give Vaniver his actions. Before you take your second action, let me get your counteract check. 39, which I'm assuming is probably a failure against him. That is a failure. And because this effect is the same level, same spell level as your spell... 
a failure does not overcome. Yeah, because true seeing is a sixth level spell. Uh, yeah, the Dazalan that you see is the Dazalan that you see, and it doesn't look like it's what you know it is. Okay. So, yeah, first action is move, second action, give two actions to the Vaniver. He's going to attack the Thunderstorm, defender number one. Uh, he is going to draw him, I guess. 39 to hit. A 39 hit. So we will deal him 39 total damage. And this is to number one, right? Uh, yes. Then he will swing again. I'm guessing a 27 doesn't hit. 27 does not hit. All right, that'll be his two actions. My third action. Fuck, let's do Visions of Weakness on Dazalan. Okay, give me a second. I have to make a check. What are you looking for? His weakest save, right? Any weaknesses he has, his weakest save. And then I get a plus two to attack him, which I'm not going to use. So for weaknesses, he is weak to fire. Weakness fire uh, of 15. And his lowest save is his fortitude save. Fortitude? I guess that makes sense if he's a spellcaster. Okay, I'll tell everybody that. I mean, we kind of already figured out the fire thing, but and that's my three actions. All right. And I do progress to my moderate curse. Gross! Yuck. <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us up to the top of round three. Uh, it has to make a fortitude save against your Vanivere. Uh, he doesn't. Know. Oh, he doesn't? Oh, because he's living. No, I just he's unliving. wasted my nat 20. Great. Yes! <laughs> cool. Um, so we get for rolling things and he didn't get asked to roll. Son of a bitch. <laughs> shouldn't, have, shouldn't have done it. He's going to be casting a spell. Reckon this spell. It is not on your list. Uh, what, what spell list would it be on? Or what options do I have? Divine or occult, so religion or occultism. Oh, I've been missing out on something with recognized spell this entire time. Oh, yeah? Something happens if I critically succeed. I get a circumstance bonus to the saving throws against it. Oh. I have never yes. known that. I've always just kind of went the, the automatic recognizes. I will go occultism. This is my reaction to do this now. The 38. Is a success. Okay. What spell is it? It is called Overwhelming Presence. Oh, he's going to give us a bunch of presents? <laughs> a million gold? Yeah! Overwhelmed! Thanks, Dazalan. And it was that day that they learned Dazalan <laughs> was Christmas all along in their hearts. <laughs> Alright, so for overwhelming presents, you surround yourself with supernatural splendor, appearing to be a god or similarly majestic being. You choose the aspects of your new majestic appearance, blah blah blah. This causes the targets to pay tribute to you by bowing or using some other action in keeping with your appearance. The number of times a target must do so depends on the result of their will save. Will saves from the guys that have the crazy will saves. Correct. I need a will save from Peach Pie, from Jebediah, and from the Vanavir. Oof, this is uh, not going to go well, guys. I'm going to use my hero point. Oh, fuck. 24? Fuck. I used my hero point. I get 29 both times. Jeb and Peach Pie uses hero points on this? Yeah. Yep. And mine was better. This was not. 43, Peach Pie. Yours was a... 29. 29. Peach Pie, you critically fail. Yep. Uh, the Vaniver gets a 24. Vaniver also critically fails. When you critically fail, you must spend all of your actions paying tribute to Dazalan. In the critical failure, it's as a failure. The failure effect is you must pay tribute six times. 
So for the next two rounds, Peach Pie will be bowing to Dazalan. Bernard is so confused. The Vanavir will also use all of its actions, although the Vanavir will be for three rounds because it only has two actions available to it. If I give it actions? If you give it actions. <laughs> and the uh, duration of the spell is until all tribute is paid. Peach might be a turn and a half because he's got he's quickened right now. Oh, but you, you can, can only use it to strider. Only yeah. use it to, yep, to strider mm-hmm. strike. You could strike in the air to pay tribute. Yeah, I get to I get to use my one action to strike. No, you have to use all actions paying tribute if possible. Yeah, if possible. It's not possible for me to pay tribute with my quickened action. I have to stride or strike. With your quickened action, I suppose. So you can strike the fucking cloud with one of your four actions there. Clever. Nice catch. That is interesting. Well, haste is garbage in this in 2E, so let's make it so it does <laughs> So yeah, it does look give something. It benefit, gives right? a little bit of it. Throw haste Just a little bit of it for that fucking haste. I think 7th level haste is really useful, but that's a different story. Is that just multiple targets? Yeah, you just get to everybody in the party gets haste. Jeb, with your 43, you succeed, which means... So you are unaffected by this. I bow to no god, for I am Kirby god. (laughs) 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 All right, uh, then I got to make some checks here. He's casting a spell. Wizard interacted with him. Who has the highest perception, DC? Peach Pie. I've been going to get Peach Pies with like a 38. Yeah. Okay. I'll continue to do that then. Don't notice the difference. Oh, it uses its third action to sustain a spell, which takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. Peach Pie spends three actions revering a god in the only way he knows how, which is doing silly clown things. (laughs) So, does slapstick for three actions. In the middle of a tornado. In the middle of a tornado. Middle of the tornado slapstick. Then, with my haste action, I will swing at this fucking tornado. <laughs> Just so dumb, but that's what's happening. Hey, it's better than you not getting any actions this round. True. I crit it. With a 49, that does it. Hopefully it's dead. Should be. With 104 damage. Peach by you whip your mallet through this thing. And you connect with this small crystal. And it shatters on the mallet. And the whirlwind rips itself apart and dissipates. I'm almost sad to heal my 9 damage. I'm at 169. Imagining Peach Pie giving tribute three actions and then just being like, yeah, wham! And just wham! <laughs> <laughs> just and then going back to paying tribute for three more actions next round. Or three more actions. More clones. All right. Yes. My turn. Then, uh, Peach Pie, at the end of your turn, you're going to take 2d8 points of electricity damage and you need to. I thought it moved out of its. You said it was. What? You haven't beat its persistent check yet? No, I thought I moved far away from it. You said it, yeah, I thought you said it was done, but I could be wrong. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's, it, it uh-huh. when you enter into the aura, you get the persistent damage on. The way you clear the persistent damage is by making the save. Oh, I misunderstood. And leaving the aura. I see. I have left the aura, though, right? You have left the aura at this point, Okay, yes. okay, okay. All right, I understand. I misunderstood. Uh, you take 15 points of electric damage. Wizard, your turn. Uh, the wizard will fly 20 feet to the northeast so that he is 30 feet away from Bizalan and 10 feet away from the Thunder Defender. Got them all in a perfect line. 
I guess I do technically need fortitude saves from both of you. Oh, Jesus true, Christ. True. <laughs> Peach Pies doesn't really matter because he can't oh possibly God. fail I got a 46. it. 46. Mean, thank <laughs> you, you both for making me waste my 19. Um, <laughs> Hope you weren't going to cast Disintegrate with that. So I assume this is going to affect Dizalan as much, but maybe he'll get an effect from this. I'm going to drop Enervation on the Thunderstorm and Dizalan. It's a 30 foot line. Okay. So fortitude saves. Deal him fire damage, I guess. Dazalin rolling like Hell shit. Yeah. Gets a 37, and the Thunderstorm De- Defender gets a 34, which looks like they both fail. Those are both failures. This is just a fourth level innervation. On failure, they take 4d8 persistent negative damage and become drained one. Dazalin, I'm assuming, is immune to the persistent negative damage in a mummy. Correct. But that's going to be 48 persistent onto Thunderstorm Defender 1. And if Dizalan can be drained, he's drained 1. Okay. As well as Thunderstorm. Can Dizalan be drained? Can Dizalan be drained? Yeah. Doesn't actually matter. Okay. He's not really there. Not really there. Yeah. Can the, the illusion of Dizalan be drained? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, all that really matters is the Thunderstorm Defender's drained one and has 4d8 persistent negative damage. Oh, fuck, I am in the 30-foot, aren't I? So, Wizard, you are frightened, too, until you leave the aura. Ew. Well, then that takes us over to the only remaining Thunderstorm de- Defender is completely surrounded by the Vanavir and Peach Pie and everything. And he's drained. And he's drained. And the negative damage. He feels so weak. Not great for him right now. So weak. So very weak. Then what he's going to do... Oh, I do need a fortitude save from him. Oh, thank you. He gets a natural 20. That was... Waiting for someone to roll a natural one. Going to be my first attack (laughs) on Peach Pie. Thank you. Anyways. uh, Yeah, succeeds on the... uh, Critically succeeds on the fortitude save against the Vanavir there. It's going to use its first action to make a claw attack on Peach Pie and get a 47 to hit. That's a crit. Rolls a 7 to overcome the concealment, which makes it. I roll my fortification, and I succeed. It's only a regular hey, hit. Nice. So, Peach Pie, you will not take critical damage here. You will instead just take 20, 36 points of slashing damage. Peach Pie does a 32 hit. It does not. Well, then with its third action, it can do it again. Swing, swing, swing. 36 to hit? No. Nah. All right. Well, that's the Thunderstorm Defender's turn. That takes us over to Jebediah. Oh, wait. Bunch of negative damage because of Enervate. 23 points of net persistent negative damage. And it only gets an 11 to overcome. That's no good. The Thunderstorm Defender is falling apart. Jeb, it's your turn. Kai's got to be almost dead. Yeah, I'm not risking it not being dead. I'm just going to Kirby it again. Kirby! Uh, can we just say it's dead? Hell yeah. yeah well, it's what, very dead. A, a 37 on the reflex save, which is a failure. I, I mean, do you want to deal yeah, a let me, bunch let of let damage to it? it? I'll click it again. I, you know, I hate to be mean, but those two focus points you used in this combat are better than all focus points you've used previously in this campaign. <laughs> it's because it's an air <laughs> Like... <laughs> Oh, I missed a D6, so 103. 113, I mean. 113 damage. Jeb, you completely inhale the rest of this Thunderstorm Defender. Lightning and debris and all. 
Delicious. It disappears in a vortex down Jebediah's throat. And as the last of the Thunderstorm Defender goes into Jebediah's mouth, the, this, this crackles of electricity go around his face and disp- dissipate throughout his beard. And it looks badass. That's all I got. Well, then after Jeb Kirby's a bitch, that's going to take us over to Nidek. It's your turn. Uh, so that guy's gone, right? He's gone. He's dead. Move him. He's inside my belly. I will use three actions. One to do my metamagic reach, and the other two to cast heal on the peach pie. Oh, thanks. And tell him to stop bowing to that fucking... <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel very compelled to do this right now. <laughs> you heal for 118 Ooh, damage. Damn. Right there. As I Man, use my that. final level spell. My goodness, thank you. Luckily, I was about the only one who had been really taking any damage so far. And you're just not giving actions to the Vanivec. Vanivere. Uh, yeah. No, I needed to heal Peach Pie, so... Question, if you don't sustain it, does it go away? does go away. It does go oh, away. Oh, shit. So the Vanivere disappears. Yeah, I can stop making fourth saves. He was gonna have to, like, spend two, three rounds bowing to that dude. That would have taken up the rest of his turn anyway. You're giving <laughs> up an action to do literally nothing. Yeah. For three rounds. I just don't have that action economy right now. Well, then after Nidek heals Peach by up almost all the way to full. Well... Still no. hundred damage. <laughs> right? yeah. Oh, a third I of his I healed like half of his hit points, half of his damage. That takes us to the top of round four. Dzalin, it's his turn. He is going to cast a spell. Quick identification, quick reckon, well, quick recognition. That's what I have. Assuming it's arc- arcane. It is. He is casting phantasmal calamity. Okay, one moment. Oh, because I'm fairly certain I'm counteracted. Phantasmal Calamity is illusion and mental. Mm, maybe I won't. You know this one well, because Moonlight used to cast it all the time. Illusion and mental. Well, fuck. I don't have any illusion or mental. Wizard's not much of an illusion or mental guy. You have to you have to sacrifice a spell with like the opposite trait of the trait. No, it's the same trait. It's supposed oh, to be the same, same traits. traits. Yeah. Got it. But it did say you could use the opposite trait at the GMO. If it, yeah, oh. if you can like make it make if sense, or if, 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 if it thematically yeah. makes sense. Dark I don't think I have anything that would thematically make sense against phantasmal calamity. Yep, yeah, I'm not. I don't have anything to counter this with. Go for it. Then I need all four of you to give me will saves. I can't roll for shit. With the wizard and Nidek have resolve. Yeah. Christ, you all have yep. resolve right now, don't you? We do. Yep. Wow. Okay. All right. Nidek and the wizard just get a 43 to succeed and critically succeed. Uh, Jeb, what'd you get? Oh, 38. 38 fails. Peach Pie? 29. 29 critically fails. Peach Pie takes 80 points of damage. Ooh, and a reflex save. I also need a reflex save from Peach Pie. 41. Peach Pie, 41 is a success. That's a good thing. <laughs> Very much so. Because you are not stunned for one minute. Fucking reflex? Yeesh. Yeah. Should be a fortitude. 
Moonlight used to do that all the time. Yeah, it should be a fortitude, though. That's how you just, like, absolutely... Well, the idea, it actually describes in the spell that you believe that you're trapped in the phantasmal calamity, like you're pinned in a fissure or gotcha. adrift at sea or something like that. So you're using reflex to convince your mind that you made it out of the calamity. Peach Pie, I can imagine yours is the, the tent is collapsing all around you. And I jump out just in the nick of time. Jeb, I don't know what, what you fear most. I feel like... You've already took it. I've taken I everything from me. Everything <laughs> <laughs> he fears to love someone again. <laughs> taking everything from me. <laughs> from me. He fears waking up tomorrow morning yeah. every day. <laughs> well, just a normal day. <laughs> In the life of Jeb. <laughs> He uses his third action to sustain a spell. And I haven't been doing this every round. I absolutely should have been. Uh, so I've been unintentionally nerfing myself. His wand is a wand of manifold missiles. So that's supposed to shoot four magic missiles out every turn. I've missed the last two rounds for him. So I'm getting this one in here. Peach Pie, take 14 points of force damage from four magic missiles that pelt you in the chest. Okay. After that, Peach Pie, it's your turn. I do silly clown things for three more actions, and then use my quick induction to move up to him. <laughs> you just want to praise him harder. That takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Oh, wait. Peach pie. Take electric damage. Yep. Now it's the wizard's turn. Three action, third level magic missile. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, do I even need to drop damage on him, or is it... No, you don't. But he is going to make a check. What's your DC? 35. As each of the, the missiles goes and, and hits him, it uh, 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 he makes the I'm getting pummeled by magic missiles noise here. Uh, Peach Pie, I actually need you to make a perception check. I can do that. How about a nat 20? The nat 20? You can see that although Dazalan is making motions as though he's being hit by these magic missiles, the magic missiles are actually going into his body and then kind of detonating inside. So they're going through him. They're going through the first part of his body and detonating inside, and you just barely catch it. I think something fishy is afoot, and it's a great big clown foot as well. Your, your magic missiles didn't damage him, wizard. He was pretending. I know acting. And that was bad acting. <laughs> he actually rolled really well in his deception check. But I rolled a nat 20, and I want to make him feel bad. <laughs> He looks like he feels bad. How dare you? <laughs> uh, that takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. I copy Nidek. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? Oh, to heal Pete. <laughs> 115. Just up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. It's all right. I'll soak up the damage this combat. It's fine. Can I make like a... So the Aeonarch's here. Just like it's physically right in front of us. It's it's that thing. It's It's that right there. I want it. Can I just grab it? I mean, you're going to go up to it and grab it? I mean, I only got one round, but... You can move up to it. No, it shocks you if you get within 10 feet, Jeb. Well, yeah, but we need, like... I'm the fucking controller of, like, three other orbs. It, like, wants to be with me, right? Right, Tyler? You're, you're in, you're, you're in this one's space, but it, it feels different from the re reflections that you have inside of you. Somehow, just a little bit. It's almost like it's missing some extra piece of divine magic that was placed there by some ancient thief. This one hasn't been influenced by Aradin, so it's not exactly the same. 
Oh, that makes sense. I'll wait till I have more actions. I'll just stand here. Because I'm not in the frightened thing at the moment, right? You are not. Okay. Yeah, I'll just stay where I'm at for now. But, well, can I make it? I'm not a smart man. <laughs> can I make any type of check on the Aeon Orb? On the Aeon Orb? Yeah, you can make a recall knowledge check for nature on it. Yeah. 46. Thanks. There's a couple of things that you know intrinsically about it. It is different than the other Aeon Orbs, both in how it's acting. All the other Aeon Orbs would have some way to rotate around something, to orbit something. This one is specifically spinning on its axis, and it doesn't seem to have the influence that Aridan had. So this orb doesn't like want to reach out to you necessarily right now. However, you can detect that it does have a link directly to Dazalan. What I okay yeah I mean what I know any way to sever that? Did you say it was like it's hanging or just like like it's floating itself? It, it is or? it is suspended. It's floated on its own, just above like maybe a couple of inches above a pedestal that's on this hexagonal platform, um, and just slowly turning. And if you actually look at the pedestal, the pedestal is covered in layers of what look like maybe uh, moss and even the beginnings of grass. Just to kind of emphasize the life-giving properties. It gets really thick at the top of that pedestal, and then gradually gets a little bit less as it moves away from the orb. Uh, All right. Then after Jebediah, Nidek, it's your turn. Uh, first action, I cast Armor of Bones on myself. Ooh, that cool spell. Pushing me to my major curse, and then spend the rest of my actions moving up to the orb. You're going up right up to the orb. Yes. Nadek, as you enter in that electric aura, you will now have the persistent electricity damage. Yeah, I can join the rest of the list of crap I have on me right now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> At the end of Nidek's turn, good, you're going to take that persistent electricity damage from entering the aura. Seven total. I take zero. Because of bone armor. Because of bone armor. The top of round five, Dizalan uses his first action to sustain a spell. And then his second and his third actions to cast a spell. Quick recognition. I take an attack of opportunity on him. Does he cast a spell? Nice. I get a 46 to hit. You see the image dodge out of the way, but almost at superhuman speed. You should have been able to hit that, but the image dodged out of the way. He casts a spell, and Wizard, he's already cast the spell once. He casts Overwhelming Presence once more. So many presents. And this is going to affect Nidek, Peach Pie, and Jebediah. But not the wizard. I'm going to be bowing for a while again. I got a 37. Ah, I got a 41 for a critical success. Jeb succeeds with a 41, and because of resolve, that's a critical success. Peach Pie with the natural one, you critically fail this. And Nidek, 37, that's a regular failure. Nidek, you must pay tribute six times. However... Pain tribute is a single action, and you must pay tribute once every round. However, you don't have to spend all three actions paying tribute like Peach Pie does. Peach Pie, with a critical failure, must spend all of its actions paying tribute if possible. Now, Peach Pie, written into overwhelming pre- presence, pain tribute is a manipulate action or move action as chosen by the creature paying tribute. A creature under this effect must pay tribute to you at least once on at least once on each of its turns if possible. While affected by this spell, a creature is fascinated by you and can't use hostile actions against you. Ah, oh, gotcha. Nidek, you got the same situation. 
you are compelled to focus your attention on Dazalan. Can't use actions with the concentrate trait unless they or their intended consequences are related to the subject of your fascination, which might be a good chunk of your spells. I don't have any spells left. <laughs> oh, well, never mind then. That's why you like, came up here to, with the gambit grabbing the fucking Aeon Orb. Uh, yeah, that's why I did that. That makes sense. That's Dazalan's turn, and his wand of manifold missiles goes off. How long does that last? A minute. A minute? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Peach Pie, you take 18 points of force damage from the magic missiles. And that's his turn. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Uh, actually, real quick, after Dazalan casts the spell, Peach Pie, you have to go down and you, you would have to pay tribute because you critically failed. However, this spell doesn't, you cannot be affected by it again. You're temporarily, temporarily immune to this spell for one minute afterward. So, Peach Pie, you actually don't lose all of your actions. Yay. However, I have to go back even just a, a touch farther. Nidek, when you move up to the Aeon Orb, I need you to give me a counteract check. Okay. Come on, net 20. 17, 45. A 45 is a success. That's one level high, up to one level higher? It's one level higher than the spell that you have. And it's a six level true scene? Six level true scene. And this is a six level spell. You see behind the table in the northwestern corner of Dazalan's room, you see Dazalan. He's invisible. He's just sitting back there. He's creeping. Yep, he's, he's hiding behind that table. Uh, guys, he's, I think he's really over there behind the table. Does this one just like disappear, or like it becomes like like misty, like shadowy, or something? You, you would probably recognize it as such, but the rest of us know. To me, to me, no. Here's the interesting thing about this spell: both still exist to you. So, okay. because you haven't necessarily disbelieved the illusion like Peach Pie did, even though he did kind of inform you that this this isn't real, and now you recognize this invisible Dazalan hiding behind the table, you can infer that this one's a fake, an illusory duplicate, and that the real Dazalan's back in the corner, but you don't actually know. His copy is not an illusion? His copy is an illusion. It, the, the spell is mislead. Mislead? I've never even heard of mislead before. Yeah, you can kind of see why I've taken it the way that I have. Peach Pie, you do not have to pay tribute. It's your turn. Although Nidic didn't spend the action to point it out, you have an idea that this is this is not who it's supposed to be, and the real Dazalan is somewhere back in the over corner. by the bench. You just don't know where. That's fair. He's over there. Go seek. Go seek. <laughs> uh, I think I got something better than seek. Smell him. Smell him. Uh, I move over well first action I will moving over the pedestal is difficult terrain oh is it I mean it's a raised pedestal and also would give you the persistence oh I still got it I still haven't overcome the damn thing it doesn't stack he still has it (laughs) okay well he said he's behind the table correct I move to here with my a combination of my hasted action and my first action to get to there Second action, I pull out my Dust of Appearance, and third action, I use it. Ooh, you still have that Dust of Appearance? No, I use the Dust of Appearance, and I said this before on recording, and it worked so well, I very specifically went out and got more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So you fling it in the air, and it coats all creatures in a 10-foot burst. A 10-foot burst. Centered on a point within five feet of you. So where's your point? 
That just centered on me. You have to pick a corner. You have to pick a corner within five feet of you. Yeah. A corner. Okay, then I guess I'd pick that corner there, the my southeast corner. Then as you do so, you see the outline of Dazalan Shrain standing right behind this table. You've moved right next to him. You see him, he holds his arms up and looks down at himself. And then he looks at you. Fuck. Hello. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, all right. Then after Peach Pie, that takes us over to the wizard. I take more electricity oh, damage. Yeah, of course. God damn it. After you take more persistent electricity damage. <laughs> oh, and I heal nine. And I heal nine. Is he still hidden? I don't think he's even hidden still. I think this completely gets rid of the whole invisibility. It's really good. That's why I bought more of it. Yeah, for one minute, the coded creatures can't be concealed or invisible, nor can they benefit from mirror image. So yeah, the invisibility portion of the mis- uh, the mislead spell that he's been duping you with for these five rounds, completely nullified. Although his illusory duplicate is still over there. Yeah. At this point, he's not going to continue sustaining that spell. So, you know. Wizard, there's a dust-coated mummy next to Peach Pie in the corner of the room. Peach Pie, what's the, what kind of action is it to, uh, to activate that? Is that an interact action? It is an interact action, yes. Dazalan smacks you with a claw. <laughs> He's got fucking attack of opportunity. He does have attack of opportunity. What a fucking Cast with attack bitch. He actually, crazy. he has a fist attack. Probably from his mummy shit. Mummy shit. Is it a weapon? No, it's a fist. Does a 50 hit? It would, but he uh, rolls a 1 on his one concealment. On chance for the concealment. <laughs> so he misses. God damn it. <laughs> well, that's good, because... Because that would have interrupted my dust. would have di- interrupted your dust. Sucks to suck. Yay, alchemy dedication. Yeah, no shit, because his attack of opportunity says he disrupts the action on a regular success, not just a critical success. Oh, oh good. <laughs> well, it doesn't oh, really good. make a difference. It doesn't yeah, it wouldn't have made a difference. Because he didn't yeah. overcome the concealment, but damn. Then, uh, yeah, sorry, all that coming here and back from the mislead spell, sorry to mislead the listeners on that whole process. <laughs> uh, wizard, <laughs> it's your turn. Does he have lesser cover from me right now because of Peach Pie? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Where where could I move that there wouldn't be cover? Would you accept over here, or do you? He's still behind a table from over yeah, he's here. Still, he's still oh. behind a, like a big desk. I can, so yeah. I, can, I can move this far. That's fine. Oh, you can. There you go. Yeah, then yeah. Are you moving through the electric? I've got forty feet. That's forty feet away. Are exactly. you moving through the? Uh... Yeah, you're gonna get electrified. Are you gonna get electrocuted moving um, into this aura? Where was I? You should certainly be able to do it without it. Yeah. So you can. Okay. Cool. That's what I wanted to know. Uh, I'm our drain bonded item level nine. Oh, and cast presence. Everyone gets presents. <laughs> Everyone gets presents. And fire a green ray at him and get a forty-six to hit. Disintegrate. All right, a forty-six hits. Fortitude save. Oh, shit. oh no! Oh shit! Oh shit! What? <laughs> he rolled oh, a shit. natural one on the fortitude save against disintegrate. Shit. Here comes 36d10. Nice. <laughs> so I deal 132 damage. Damn. Not hurting to hurting quick. Yeah, yeah, he did go from not hurting to hurting real fast. Damn. That's my turn. That's the first damage he's actually taken. And the wizard blows a hole through Dizalan. You could see, like, the bones and the preserved skin beneath 
uh, as you shoot through all of his zombie wraps right from his midsection. And then he looks up at the wizard and he says, Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then after the wizard disintegrates a portion of Dizalan's mummified form, Jebediah, it's your turn. It is my turn. We'll do some more uh, firsts for Jebediah. I've had these druid vestments since level three, I think. <laughs> I'm going to activate them t- to regain a focus point, but I can only cast oh. as an order spell. Oh, nice. Shit. Well, I suppose for the vast majority of your career, uh, you have not healing able to. Yeah, it was <laughs> all just healing turbo. And I never really healed her because she never needed it. Oh, I'll step up here and I'll cast Tempest Surge. Nice. Tempest Surge. Dizalan gets a 42 to save. He'll take half of 61. That's about as good as your disintegrate. Holy shit. <laughs> Those 90 12 was really close to Wizard 16 D10. But that's all I got. Oh, yeah. He took a whopping 10. Okay. So not only does he take half of that damage, but he also resists a vast majority of that electricity damage. As you can see, it dissipate off of him. I should have inhaled him. <laughs> All right, that takes us over to Nidek. Okay. Well, now that we know where he is, I'm going to five-foot step just so I can have a more clear shot at him. And, I mean, I'm probably not going to hit, but we're going to try a ranged touch, a ranged spell attack. 42 to hit? You hit him on the nose. Fucking right. Oh, oh, he's undead, right? Undead? Uh, you're within 30 feet. You're frightened, too. No! You also have to give me a will save. Oh, I guess that happened to me, too. Oh, that's true. So everybody's getting within 30 feet. You're now all frightened, too. Uh, Jeb, you need to give me a will save as well. No! He can take back his 10 damage I did to him, because I'm paralyzed. Jeb, you'll still get the you'll still get that off. I just didn't get the... I didn't get the aura fast enough. That's on me. But yeah, Jeb, with a 32 on the will save, you are paralyzed for one round. Nidek, your will save... Was a 40? 40. That is a success. That's a critical success. I'm still frightened too. Still frightened too, though. The frightened too happens regardless of your save. So you're saying I miss with a 40 then? You do miss with a 40, yes. Well, I don't use d20s that often. To go for the 16? That seems pretty unlikely. 16 seems really unlikely. Fuck it. Guess I miss. We'll just say I didn't move. I'm still within 30 feet, and um, I use my first action to pay tribute. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. After Nidek, that takes us to the top. Yay. Oh, Nidek overcomes his electrical <laughs> damage. Nidek's doing fine. Even though he's still inside of it, so he didn't overcome it. <laughs> At the beginning of his next turn, it's who's going to reapply, unfortunately. I mean, I took two damage <laughs> from it. I'm not too worried about it. It's the principle of the thing, okay? So then, uh, top of round six, it's Dazalan's turn. Dazalan is going to cast a spell. Quick recognition. I take an attack of opportunity on him. You will. I get a 49 to hit. A 49 hits. Doesn't crit. Does not. Wow. No. We know he's got a 42 AC now, so... I deal him 49 damage. He takes it all. The wizard. He's going to cast Phantasmal Calamity... He can't hit all of us without hitting himself, can he? Maybe. Is that something that you can actually hit yourself with? Is that all living creatures? Well, he wouldn't even care. Isn't that uh, negative damage? Yeah, he's not living. 
It's mental damage, not negative damage. Or is it mental? No, it's mental damage. So he can't hit everyone without hitting himself. Yeah, he would be affected himself. Or he doesn't hit Jeb. Or he doesn't hit somebody. Or the wizard or somebody. So I am going to need a will save from Nidek, from Peach Pie, and from Jebediah. Will save! I critically, critically, critically succeed with a 20 on the dice and resolve on top of it. Oh, you rolled a three. What is wrong with you tonight? <laughs> Jesus. Peach Pie, you take 66 points of damage. And I need a reflex save, right? You need a reflex save, correct. Jeb and Nidek, you don't take any of this damage. I fail, critically. Oh, Peach Pie, rough. Peach Pie, you're stunned for one minute. Oh. But that's when you do get a save every turn. Correct. To Peach Pie, you're underneath the fallen circus tent. You guys remember playing parachute back in, like, gym? Yes. And, like, trying to crawl? That was the best. I miss parachute day in gym class. <laughs> it was my favorite day in gym class. It was so much fun. Except for the kids with claustrophobia, they hated it. I'm sure they did. I wasn't one of them. <laughs> Anyways, my turn. Uh, Peach Bite's your turn. You lose all your okay, thank God. Because yes, you're stumped. please, please. But Jesus Christ. Here's save. a will save. I fail. Please, move on. <laughs> Wizard, it's your turn. Wizard, uh... Three action level five magic missiles, so nine missiles. Pew, 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 pew. They all hit. For a whopping 27 damage. That takes us to Jebediah. A paralyzed Jebediah. Jebediah's paralyzed for one turn. Nidek, your turn. I spend one action groveling or whatever I need to do. Pain tribute. Yeah, that thing. Fuck it, we'll try a Disrupt Undead on him. Need a Fortitude save. He gets a 48. That's critical success. Because of a whole bunch of shit that's on me. I'm done. After Nidek, it's his turn. He is going to cast another spell. He's going to do Phantasma Calamity again on Jeb, Peach Pie, and Nidek once more. I fail with a 39, Jesus. I fail with a 40. So Peach Pie and Jeb fail... I critically succeed with a 46. That's going to deal Peach Pie and Jebediah 41 points of damage. You going to shoot us with your little wand? Been forgetting it a whole bunch. I think like half the combat that I've just missed it. Peach Pie taking additional 14 points of damage from the Wand of Manifold Missiles. And then with his third action, he's going to take a five-foot step towards Deb- Jebediah. <gasps> Peach Pie, it's your turn. You're stunned, but you get a will save. I make a will save. I succeed. I critically succeed. I'm not stunned anymore. It's the end of my turn. The salt is so real. And <laughs> your voice. <laughs> hey, I made him visible. I have succeeded in this combat. All right. Only because I told him you were. True. It was, it was you. I ate people, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> Wizard, it's your turn. Third level magic missile. Pew, 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 pew. 18 damage. Reliable damage from the wizard every turn. Jebediah, it's your turn. So I did not drop my axe? Paralyze, you do not drop your axe. No, you still have it in hand. So this man walked up to me knowing that I have a fucking axe in my hand? He did. He's not very smart. He's got an attack of opportunity, though. And I think he's only seen you cast spells. That's fair. It's true. <laughs> Even though you have an axe in your hand, it's a staff. <laughs> it's my bonded weapon. 
Dude, I'll fucking control sand this asshole. Nah, I'll just try to hit him. I swing. 43 to hit? 43 hits. 24 damage. He resists the electricity damage from the weapon, but otherwise, the slashing goes through. I cast control sand. Does he try to... Oh, he, oh that's... Exce- he's just going to interrupt it. Whatever, I casted it. Interrupt you cast it. it. He's going to punch you. Yeah, that's right. He's got that thing. As long as he hits you. With a 47, he gets a critical hit. Oof. On the spell fizzle jizzles. Okay. <laughs> Jizz? Uh, The fist damage will deal you 79 points of damage. God damn. And you need to give me a fortitude save. A critical fail? Oof. 27. You're a mummy now. Mummy rot's a thing, right? Mummy rot's a thing. Insidious mummy rot event. It's it's, it's a bad mummy rot. Uh, Jeb, because you critically failed on this, you go straight to these. Wait, does that count as a sorry? Does that count as a disease? It's a curse and a disease. Yes. So you would get a plus four on this, so it would be a thirty-one. Does that change it to a not critical? That changes it to a regular failure, actually. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, that does. Peach by you save Jeb from a bunch of negative damage. <laughs> like 15d6 negative damage. I don't remember what Mummy Rot does. Does it just deal you damage? I don't remember. No. Yeah, especially since it's called Insidious. Yeah, it does a lot more. It just turns you into a mummy if it kills you, bro. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, I know that that's what, like, um, where shit does. Or ghoul. Well, you don't get any hint to it because stage one of Mummy Rot is you see no ill effect. Jeb, you got smacked, your spell got canceled, and you don't know really what happened after that. Nidek, that takes us over to you. It's your turn. I don't know. I guess I spend one action groveling or whatever. Next two actions, I move up next to him. Oh, you get up in a ship. Yep. You are fascinated with him, so I suppose that makes sense. Kiss him! <laughs> that takes us to the top of round eight. He's getting backed into the corner here. He's going to take a five-foot step back into the northwestern corner, and he's going to say, No, get away from me, and cast Uncontrollable Dance on Nidek. Nidek, give me a will save. Dance, monkey, dance. I want to take a failure. I would like to see Nidek dance. I'm good. Show me those moves. For one minute, you'll have to spend at least two actions each turn dancing. One action praising him and two actions dancing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my my hero point. There. Okay, I'm not gonna spend all three fucking actions doing that bullshit. I get a 46 and critically success. That's critical success. All right, and that's gonna take us over to Peach Pie. No longer stunned and under the effect of phantasmal calamity. It's your turn. Well, I will move up to him, and I guess I'll attack. I'll move up with my hasted action, I suppose. Ooh. Oh, God, that got close. That was very close. 43 looks like it will hit. I will deal him some damage. 44 of it-ish, looks like. Swing again with my second action. Do you have the major rune on there? Because... Oh, you're right. I did it like the only other time I've hit him. I've like hit him once, and I did it that time. I forgot this time. Go ahead and just roll another d12, and we'll add it in. Yes, for Caesar. An additional nine damage. Got it. I miss, and uh, with my third action, you know, I probably should have battle medicine myself, to be honest, before I moved up to him. Uh, that was a mistake. A mistake I made. 
I will instead just swing again and hope for a 20. All right. Don't get it. I'm done, and I zap. You, you zap. <gasps> I finally overcame it. I finally not electricity. <laughs> All right, well, the electricity dissipates from Peach Pie's body. Well, that takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Uh, I'm going to do a reach, produce flame. Oh, sorry, I'm in your way. You are, so it's going to be a minus one. It's a lesser cover. That doesn't really matter. I rolled like shit. Uh, I still have a action point. hero oh, point. Oh, hero point that. Bought a produced flame. Bought a produced flame. <laughs> hero point at a produced flame. I mean, when he's weak to fire, that's kind of huge. I still miss with a 40, Ooh. and it's that minus one is the reason I missed. No. No, it's two. He's got a 42 AC. Oh, I thought it was 41. Okay. Then I won't, I won't blame David then. <laughs> you can. It's okay. <laughs> After the wizard misses with the produced flame, that takes us over to Jebediah. Uh, you are no longer paralyzed. Is that a spot behind him? Yeah. I'm a dwarf. Sure. You fool. I know. Just get a swing and get a 19. Oh. You will actually. Oh! <laughs> Holy shit, you do get a 19. <laughs> As you move into place, you get a, he's going to attack you with an attack of opportunity. Yeah, he's got his attack of opportunity. Is it going to stop my movement or did it just disrupt spells? Uh, he might stop your movement. He might. I mean, it'd still be right next to him. Then. Yeah, you'd, still, you'd just have to move again. He oh. critically misses oh, no. and he gets a one on the die. <laughs> so God. no, he doesn't stop you at all, and he misses you with his uh, reaction. Yeah, he's he's got to be dead. I hit him for 81 damage. Only ignored four, though. Holy shit. So Jeb walks up to this guy as he's going back, and Dazalan, as he's backing into the corner, casting spells to slow you down and deal you more damage, he just goes, fuck. No, you can't have it. This is mine. The city is mine. The orb is mine. And, ah, 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 as Jeb comes and lops his head off. Jeb comes. <laughs> jizz. Get jizzed. Jizz. <laughs> Get jizzed. It's our new catchphrase. We just jizz all over you. Jizzle. Desalin's body falls to the floor. The mummy wraps. The preserved flesh. His bones begin to fade into dust. Congratulations. You have destroyed Dazalan Shrain. Book 5 defeated, and my apologies to Tyler for getting so salty. But hey, that's nothing compared to Dizalan who got dusted. Or or did he get jizzed? Is is that what we're going with? Uh, okay. Oh, uh, well anyway, what are we going to do now? Will our weird convoluted plans work and we'll actually kill the rest of the Shrains? Will we take over the city? Will Nidek join the circus? Find out next time as we continue the Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.